Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, Vital Signs, Wall of Fame, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, We Coach, and the Florida Coaches Coalition. You've heard me say before that these are four organizations that you really need to add to your network. And now don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes as we give our sponsors their shout out. These are all companies that I've used as a coach or as an AD. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association information management platform for the podcast. It's also your one stop for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an AD, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just fantastic. To find out more about what Home Campus can do for you and your school, just go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all your teams, for all your sports, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. They're going to help you showcase your school's diverse history, your proudest moments, and your top role models. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided to help them coach our kids at the highest level. At Huddle, we believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to Gipper.com, and their team will help you create world-class graphics in seconds to help promote your school's uh, platforms. Gipper's the official social media graphic solution for the Educational AD Podcast. It's also used by over 3,000 schools across the country. It's professional design made simple. Go to Gipper.com for more information. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. Their SnapRaise, if you're looking for a fundraising platform, look no more. You also have Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Sponsor, and all the other platforms under the Snap Mobile umbrella. Go to snapraise.com. Check them all out today. That's snapraise.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, digital ticketing that offers more. Hometown is going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online for all your events, but they're also going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager to give hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com to check it out. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule a live web demo. See their tables and their boards in action. It's probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director. Sidelineinteractive.com. You won't be disappointed. We also want to thank District 1. Go to District 1, that's W-O-N, and you're going to feel like you've won when you see their fully custom uniforms, their on-time delivery, 20 business days or less, and their one-at-a-time replacement program. You'll never have to order a full set of uniforms when you just need one or two. Go to District 1, click on the Team Gear button, and get your free quote. That's district1won.com. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. ADs usually only hear from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic surveys will connect you with that 2%, but they'll also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com 
check out how they can put together a custom survey that'll let you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Jan Wilking. Jan is a longtime athletic director uh, in Ohio, a couple of different schools, but she is now the founder and caretaker of the Coach's Tool Chest. Uh, we're going to hear more about that later in the podcast, but Jan Wilking, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, you and I connected recently, uh, and as I was saying before the show, I can't believe that our paths have not crossed uh, earlier, but I'm glad that they have. Um, for listeners, Jan is also a uh, friend of the show. You know, she's listened to a number of our episodes, so uh, she knows the drill. Jan, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you were born, where you grew up. Maybe take us up through your own college years and then we'll take a break and come back and hear more about your uh, athletic director career but what's the jan wilking origin story sure sure well uh, i'm originally from cincinnati uh, grew up in cincinnati went to high school um, like most athletic directors played high school sports and and that was a big part of um a big part of you know what what shapes you as a person and certainly that's no different than than with me um you know those coaches and those influences early on uh, certainly were were a big part of um, big part of my life. Um, I was fortunate enough to then um, get a scholarship to play basketball at the University of Charleston. Uh, people often say like, oh, South Carolina, it's so beautiful. Actually, it's in West Virginia, um, which is also beautiful. But, um, you know, it's, it's the other Charleston, I guess. And in my mind, it's the Charleston. But I uh, uh, was fortunate enough to do that, had, had some success there. Um, and I joke with people when, when they say like, oh, do you have a sports management degree? Yeah, sports management degree didn't exist uh, way back when. So I actually have an accounting degree. Um, and, you know, oftentimes people will ask, well, how did how did you pick accounting? And any person who's been a uh, has, has been a college athlete will know you can't go in and and just go as a non-major or as undecided. So I literally looked at the list of majors and the first one, lo and behold, was accounting. So I guess if that didn't work, I would be an architect or, or something else. But uh, I, I got an accounting degree and um, then was fortunate enough to go to work for, at that time, it was a big six accounting firm, um, a CPA firm uh, here in Cincinnati. And, um, you know, figured out that CPA life was, was certainly interesting and was certainly um, lucrative, but probably not uh, for me, just because of, um, you know, it's it's a lot of, uh, not a lot of people interaction for me, it wasn't. And uh, I felt like I'd kind of lost touch with, with what drove me, you know, as a younger person, which was the, the athletic world. So shortly after um, starting that career, I was fortunate enough to, to coach some high school basketball. I volunteered at the school where I went and that kind of, you know, became what I fell in love with doing. So um, switched careers a little bit, became um, a financial officer in a, in a company that allowed me to then also coach some high school basketball and uh, did that, became a head coach and um, enjoyed every minute of that. Uh, still think someday I might get back to that, but uh, I guess that's kind of kind of on the back burner right now. Um, and then fortunate enough to start a family. And uh, when I did that, was looking for something that would allow me, I thought this is the best, you know, the funniest thing people say, something that was like almost a part-time job. So I pitched, I pitched to the superintendent, hey, what about I, if you let me work part-time as the athletic director for the girls sports? And she said, well, why don't you work? Why don't you just be the athletic director? <laughs> so um, I kind of sold it to my husband a little bit as, you know, this is kind of a little bit more than a part-time job. And, and he jokes with me now that, you know, yeah, you work half days, nine to nine. So um, uh, 25 years later, I was still doing that. Um, and that's kind of when Coach's Tool Chest um, took shape. 
yeah, a part-time job. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm chuckling at that. Uh, one of our good friends uh, talks that uh, about AD. It stands for all day and after dark. So uh, uh, you know that very well. Um, going back to your playing days, you know, both high school and, and college, um, you know, at the time, you know, I, I think probably like most athletes, maybe you weren't thinking pro, but, you know, you're probably not thinking, you know, about you know, future and career and things like that. But I'm going to guess there were some lessons uh, that you learned. And at the time, you didn't you didn't really know you were learning them. But later on, as an athletic director or now running your own business, uh, those lessons uh, are paying off. Can you think of any lessons from your playing days that have played out again as an adult. Absolutely. And I think that's probably the correlation that a lot of student athletes who are then get into the business world or really any professional career, I think they have those lessons over and over again, or those attributes that they've learned or mastered over and over again. You know, I think for me, being a part of a team and understanding, you know, your role in a team at any given time. Sometimes it's a leader, sometimes it's a follower, like your role can change um, day by day, year by year, sport by sport, if you're a multi-sport athlete. And so I think the the ability to, you know, kind of be a chameleon and and fit into whatever role that, that needs to be played for the best success of the team, um, I think is probably one of the most valuable lessons that's kind of transcended through all of my different career paths and, and even, you know, a little bit in your personal life, right? I mean, you know, the role, the role that you play as a spouse or as, as in my case, spouse and parent, you know, sometimes it's different than the person that you are professionally. So um, I think that's really, that's probably the biggest one for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Great point. Um, you know, wearing those different hats as an athletic director, you wear a lot of hats, you know, you talk about two of the more important ones, you know, as, um, you know, a spouse or as, um, uh, you know, family member, uh, I remember our kids, uh, who all did sports, you know, they, they would occasionally say, you know, dad, you're so different at home than you are at uh, school. And I said, well, Hey, it's, you know, it's a role that I'm playing. I enjoy playing it, but I also enjoy my role at home too. Cool stuff. Yeah, my son was in was in, in middle school and I was the AD at their at their school and something happened on the team and I had to kind of put my foot down and one of the kids looks at him and he's like wow I thought your mom was nice but she's mean. <laughs> well, <sometimes>. right. <laughs> right, the mean the mean mom yeah the mean dad yeah no. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Jan Wilkin. She's a longtime high school athletic director. Now she's the director of the coach's tool chest. We're going to hear more about that uh, later on, but let's go and take our first break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is the exclusive high school information management platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop uh, for scheduling, for student-athlete eligibility and clearance, state association connections, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director in Florida, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just fantastic. And the Home Campus team was fantastic to work with, too. To find out more about how Home Campus can work for you, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to District 1. Go to District 1. That's W-O-N. You're going to feel like you've won. When you see their fully custom uniforms, their on-time shipping, 20 business days or less, and their one-at-a-time replacement program. You'll never have to buy a full set of uniforms again when you just need to replace one or two. Go to District 1, click on the Team Gear button, and you'll get a free quote. That's district1.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational 80 Podcast. Jan, um, you were a, a school-based athletic director at a couple of different schools uh, in Ohio before starting the Coach's Tool Chest. Let's go back to those days. You know, what were some of the things that um, attracted you to, uh, you know, the schools? Uh, you know, what were some things that really stick out for you from a leadership standpoint? Sure. 
So I started my career um, at Oak Hills High School, which is a large uh, public school on the west side of Cincinnati. Um, and, you know, the first thing obviously that attracted me to there is that's where I went to high school, right? That's home. Um, and I had been the girls basketball coach there for um, uh, seven, six years uh, prior to, to becoming AD. So it was really a natural, um, natural fit for me. Uh, again, it was home. It was um, all things that I was accustomed to. We lived in that community. I grew up in that community. Um, but when you think about, when I think about back to the start of that, you know, I was uh, about 30 year, 35 years old. And um, man, uh, you think about what, what life was like back then. Um, I mean, it, it is a great school system. It is, um, you know, a, again, a large school competing against even larger schools. And um, just the amount of people management that, that it required, there were a lot of lessons learned for me um, in that in that aspect. And by that, I mean, you know, I was used to running a, a basketball program where I had an assistant coach or two assistant coaches, a couple middle school coaches, et cetera. And we had, you know, 150 uh, high school and middle school coaches. So it was um, it was a lot of people management and you know, I think some of the most important things that, that I did early on was to chunk out different um, things that needed to happen during a certain time of the year. Um, you know, because if you try to look at it all at once as an AD, I think it becomes so overwhelming, all the things that need to get done. And, you know, there's so many fires that come up during the day or during the week or during a season that really having that broad, that broad perspective of, okay, you know, in the next two months, these five to 10 things need to happen, whatever those might be by season or by, you know, a specific school. Um, I think that was really, really important. And then I think really this, this, a second thing is alignment, trying to empower the, the head coaches to really run their programs, um, you know, certainly seven to 12, and if possible, even engage, you know, some of the youth organizations if that's possible. Um, and, and get that alignment and really own that alignment. And so when you think of it like a like a business structure, it, it's really empowering that that head coach to be the CEO of their program. Um, everything from evaluating their assistance to uh, budgeting certain things and, and all of the little components that sometimes can just, if you multiply that by 27 varsity sports, it would really eat up your time. But if you just could do it at a, at a higher level with that CEO type person, I think um, there was a lot of a lot of time savings and a lot of good thinking that went into that um, collaborative approach. Now, again, I I've been doing this for a long time, and of course I'm retired now. But uh, it always amazed me the number of programs where um, the the AD allowed or was their style uh the the coaches were just they're doing their own thing and there was just no coordination uh between levels varsity and JV and as you said down to those feeder programs and even coordination within the athletic department you know uh it, it just for uh, an organizational you know uh geek like me it just it didn't work at all um what were some ways that you used as an athletic director, you know, with your coaches to, um, I, I guess, maybe get them on board or see the value of that integration and that, as you said, you know, the CEO approach? Yeah. And then I think initially, you know, just like just like most things that that you want to show other people is celebrate the the people who are doing it right. And, and I can tell a coach over and over again, look, this is the approach that I would use to do this, or here's three things I think you really need to do to do that, to, you know, achieve that, that alignment or, or collaboration between levels. But when they see it from another coach who's doing it successfully and who is able to, you know, achieve exactly what they want to achieve, whether that's, you know, certainly wins for sure, but more connection with student athletes or, you know, whatever, whatever they're trying to, to, to ele however they're trying to elevate their program, I think that's always the best way is, you know, is there an opportunity to pair up a younger, not even younger, because some of the younger coaches get it quicker than the more veteran coaches, but, 
but a person who's who's managing it the right way with a person who's struggling to to you know kind of see oh that's that's what she's talking about when she's you know talking about alignments because like all of us and, and I think teachers are the same way sometimes we know how we we want to teach it and so we just keep saying it that way but that doesn't always mean the receiver is is seeing the light, so to speak, of, of what you're trying to do. So whenever we had a lot of times, especially early when I was at Oak Hills, we would have coaches meetings where I would, you know, say to three coaches, hey, you did this, whatever this is, um, really well this year. Can you present that to the rest of the coaches um, and, and talk about the good and the bad? Almost more importantly, talk about all the things that went wrong and how you troubleshoot, you know, shot through those to, to get to the success point, I think that's just, you know, that's really powerful. And, and when you talk about that alignment, you know, if, if each group is, is doing their own thing, if cross country is running their program and football is running their program and boys soccer, girls soccer, there still has to be some overarching non-negotiables that this is how we're going to run our athletic department. Um, so I think the role of the AD is really to establish those and then to let the person within their own program um, kind of do what what naturally morphs the, for their success and most importantly the student success. Yeah, absolutely. Every program's got to have those uh, foundational principles, uh, you know, non-negotiables. And uh, you you really uh, hit it on the head. You know, finding those coaches in building already that are doing those things you know, turning them into allies and, you know, Hey, can you present this at our next coaches meeting? Great stuff. Then the coaches end up thinking, what a great idea, you know, and it's their idea instead of, you know, our idea. That's right. <laughs> Very good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter where it came from as long as you're doing it. Yeah. For our listeners, uh, our guest is Jan Wilking. She's the founder of the coaches tool chest. We're getting ready to spend some time on that, but let's take another quick break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all your teams, for all your sports, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. Vital Signs has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They're going to help you celebrate your community and showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. And our coaches just love the tools that huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids at their highest level. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. I see District 1 is one of your sponsors. They're a good Ohio company. We work with uh, Danny um, on several of our uniforms. So that's neat that he's a part of this. He, uh, th they really do a nice job with, with getting us uniforms early. And I love the fact that we can just lose one and get one back. So that works out well. Yeah, th that was something that uh, drove me crazy with uniform vendors. Uh, sorry, we can't, you know, replace it. Uh, and, you know, District 1 has that. Thanks for saying that. I know they appreciate it. For our listeners, uh, our guest is Jan Wilking. Uh, she's a longtime athletic director in Ohio, also the founder of the Coach's Tool Chest. Jan, um, you've been in this business for a while. And one of the things we try to do with our podcast is the idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you did as an AD at your school, or maybe that you've seen them at other schools, that you would consider best practices that you can share with our listeners? Sure. I think, you know, one of the most important jobs that, that we do as athletic directors is hire, hire our coaches and put them in, you know, in leadership positions in front of our student athletes and other assistant coaches. So for me, one of the things that, um, that I really found valuable was making sure as we hire coaches 
to listen to what our community, not, not, not necessarily just parents, but the community and the stakeholders are looking for in that coach in terms of, you know, meeting with student athletes prior to even interviewing coaches for a particular job and hearing kind of what the culture of that program is today, where, how they view it going forward if in, to be successful. Um, I think gathering that information and really framing your questions then as you interview coaches around how they could prop up and, and lead the program in the direction that you obviously as the AD um, believe it should go, but also serve the needs of those stakeholders who are going to be a part of that program. So I think that's real. I just think that's really important. I know a lot of, of ADs, you know, they know their person and they're going to go after that person and that's going to be the way it is. And that works for them. And so that's great. Um, but I know what worked for me is I really like to listen to what was going on um, in the day to day from particularly the student athletes, um, just to, to make sure that I had my hand on the pulse of of what we were looking for going forward. So I think that was that was a big part, um, a big kind of takeaway as I matured through the last 25 years. If I'm if we can say I matured, I don't know. Um, I think another another big component for me was, you know, and everybody says this, right? I'm gonna set boundaries of my professional career. I'm gonna try to have work-life balance. There is zero work-life balance in the work of athletic director. Um, it is I mean, it is a lifestyle that we choose and, you know, some people understand it and some people look at it like what in the world and that's okay. Um, but I really do believe that you have to, you professionally have to be able to set some type of boundaries, whether like for me, it was, um, you know, I, I was big in the morning with my own kids. That was our check-in time because there were many times in the evenings and the afternoons that I wouldn't see them just because I'm at work and they're doing their whatever, you know, sports they have that my husband's running them around to. Um, so for me, that was a big, like, that was a big boundary. I, I was not going to be at work, you know, at, at 8 a.m. every day because I knew that I wanted to make sure I saw my kids in the morning and took them to school and, and did those types of things. Um, so I think that's, that's an important takeaway for sure is, carve out that time to, to make sure that you have those check-ins with the people in your life who are supporting this crazy lifestyle that you've chosen. Um, and then I think the last one, and you're gonna laugh when I say this, is take great notes because man, you're gonna have a great book someday. I think that all of the things that happen, um, you just, you, you can't make some of this stuff up. And so I would just, keep good notes because if you ever have that desire to be an author, um, you're going to have some great material. Well, uh, I'm certainly living proof of that with uh, <laughs> you know, the, the books that exactly. we have. Uh, I'm going to talk to you uh, when we get off uh, camera here about uh, your book, but uh, uh, I love your observation. And it is true uh, that there is zero work life balance for an athletic director. Um, I was actually working with a team of ADs uh, trying to put together uh, a leadership training uh, proposal for uh, the NIAAA on work-life balance. And, and a couple of our team members said, well, it's a terrible title because there is no balance. You know, uh, uh, So we came up with work, they came up, I was just there, uh, work-life integration. Uh, so it, it didn't talk about the, the lack of balance, but you're absolutely right. Uh, great stuff. Um, we're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but uh, uh, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain a little bit and listeners, well, you got a pretty good resource here, uh, longtime AD, and then we're going to get into the, the coach's tool chest stuff. But Jan, what's the best way that one of our listeners can get a hold of you? Sure. Um, my email is Wilking, W-I-L-K-I-N-G-G, the letter J at coachestoolchest.com. So it's Wilking J at coachestoolchest.com. Um, I'm happy to I, I'm happy to answer any questions or um, provide any additional information. Um, I do believe very heavily, and I think that you know there's a lot of people who did this job before me, and there's going to be a lot of people who did this job after me, and I got some great advice uh, from both. 
And so I think, you know, that's kind of how we all learn and grow for sure. Well, we're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, we're going to take that dive into the coach's tool chest. So uh, please stay with us. Once again, our guest is Jan Wilking. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for the Educational AD Podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create custom graphics for your school in seconds. It's going to help you celebrate your teams, uh, promote your program. Gipper's trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs, both high school and college across the country. And once again, they're going to show you how to create great professional graphics for your school's social media account. Mention that you heard about it on the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of uh, platforms designed to help you do your job better. Of course, there's SnapRaise, their fundraising platform. We've used that at my school with great success, and so can you. But you've got Snap Store, Snap Connect, Snap Sponsor, Snap Manage, and all the rest. You'll find it at snapraise.com. Snapraise.com. Check them out today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Jan, as we've said, uh, you're a longtime athletic director, and then you decided to start your own business. Uh, talk a little bit about that process. What was the inspiration? You know, how was it? And let's get into what is the coach's tool chest. Sure. So, um, you know, for tw for 25 years at uh, two different schools, I was the athletic director. And in Ohio, um, you have to, each coach has to have multiple certifications. So five, five different courses, five different, um, five different, you know, certificates, et cetera. And one of the things that always made me crazy because of how much time it took from the athletic director standpoint, but also how much time it took from the coaches standpoint and also money from the coaches standpoint, you know, why is it this way? And, and it's one of those things where you 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 look at something and you keep doing it. And you're like, why do we do it this way? This is so crazy. And um, I had a coach uh, come to me after after I hired him and and I gave him all the paperwork that he needed to do and all the costs and associated with it. And he comes back the next day and he hands it to me and he's like, hey, I'm just going to volunteer because this is way too much paperwork to do. This is way too much training to do. So I'm just going to volunteer. And I said, well, that's great. You just saved the school district, you know, a couple thousand dollars. But P.S., you still have to do all this paperwork because in Ohio, every volunteer has to be certified the same as you are a paid coach. And, and he kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, no, I'm really like, I'm not kidding. This is this is what you have to do. And he said, someday you and I are going to figure out a way that that this is runs more um, in, in a common sense approach. And so I kind of thought, okay, whatever, dude, I got a million things to do today. And, you know, figuring out a new process to do this isn't one, but then COVID happened. And, um, you know, I, I was, I spent a lot of time, um, you know, talking to student athletes and talking to coaches over zoom. And, and as I did that, I thought, well, you know, I've always kind of had this on the back burner and, and had some ideas and whatnot. And one thing led to another. And two years later, um, because everything that we do, you have to go through all kinds of different uh, approval processes through various, you know, regulatory groups, like in all states. Um, and it took us two years and a lot of time, a lot of time to, um, to get all those developed. Uh, but we were able to get all of the, um, the necessary mandated information into one platform. And so when we did that, we, we thought, you know, if everybody's going to take this, let's add some components to it that that as an AD, I wish I had time to, to provide professional development to to other on other topics such as nutrition, social and emotional learning. I mean, the list is from A to Z. Right. Um, so we started to, to work on some of those and and, um, you know, work with different groups of people who are way smarter than than I am about content development. 
And um, we were able to launch all of that in Ohio uh, about a year and a half ago. And uh, it, it's it's been an interesting um, it's been an interesting ride for sure. And uh, now we're looking at you know once other states. So where I live in Cincinnati, you know Kentucky is right across the river. I mean literally, like my husband's family lives in Kentucky. So um, you know now we start to look at other states who are looking at Ohio, going, well that makes a whole lot more sense than what we're doing. How can we, you know, work to to get it done here? So that's kind of where we're headed. Um, but it is each state has their own regulatory body that mandates different things. Or in your case in Florida, there's it's a free for all. You can do whatever each district does it. Um, and so it it there's a lot of pieces to to expanding. That's for sure. That's what we're learning. So um, are you, uh, and this is my word, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So are you guys affiliated with the Ohio uh, Activities Association? Are, are you their or one of their uh, go-to providers? Absolutely. So we work very closely with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Um, they, we, we worked through that with them every step of the way on this in terms of um, making sure that uh, it, it made sense um, and that, you know, there was there was some meeting of the minds in those. And so as, as we move forward, um, you know, certainly other state associations and, and even you mentioned the NIAAA, like we, we want to do things that that at the end of the day, prepare coaches to be better coaches. Like that's that is our goal. But we want to do it in a way that is from a coach's lens. So, you know, a lot of a lot of some of the things that that training focuses on is here's how you do all these things. Well, 90% of those things you have an athletic trainer to do, or you have, um, you know, some other resource that you can use to get that. Let's really focus on what does the coach need to know uh, to be a successful coach, whether that's assessing a concussion or, you know, making sure kids are eating the right things or preventing, you know, bad behavior, with teammates, all of those things. And it's, the list is very long, as you know. No, absolutely. Well, that's great. You've been able to get this up and running. And again, another, uh, you know, COVID success story, uh, but you've been able to get this up and running and get affiliated, you know, with your state association. Um, we're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, uh, I'm going to ask Jan to take us on a deeper dive into the coach's tool chest uh, maybe uh, show some of the treasures uh, that she has in there. So let's go and take a quick break, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is digital ticketing that offers more. Whether it's more support, more security, more customization, Hometown is here to make the best solution for you. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're not only going to show you how to set up and sell tickets for all your events, but they're also going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager, giving you hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com to get started. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables and Video Boards. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. Their products not only generate income for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, see their tables and their boards in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Jan Wilking, the founder of the Coach's Tool Chest. Jan, you talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the origin of the tool chest and, you know, what you're doing with compliance in the state of Ohio. Um, again, uh, let's zero in on that cranky old athletic director or coach. Um, what are some things that that you see um, are the greatest values of signing up and becoming a part of the coach's tool chest. What can you share with our listeners? 
Sure. Well, we don't have any cranky ADs in Ohio, so we're good there. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I think, I think like anything, change is hard. So you're asking people to, to, you know, take what they've always done and the way that they've always done it and kind of set it over here and, and open up a new way of thinking about um, coaches certification. And I think when, when you look, think of it as just coaches certification, um, it's, it's very check mark, check mark. I need to get this. I need to get, you know, first aid. I need to get a sudden cardiac. I need to get a concussion, et cetera. But really um, the way that we hope people start to think about it is more of a professional development type of scenario where not only are they um, getting the certification they need, but also there might be some nuggets of information in this in these other components that they can either be reminded of or that they can um, you know, take and then implement in their, in their system. Because, I mean, we all know what we did um, you know, 20, 15, 10 years ago is probably different than what we're doing today. Whether we can argue, you know, if that's if that's good or bad or or whatnot, but but it's different. We operate differently than we did, you know, years ago. And so what we're asking people to do is to think about that certification in the same way. Just think about it differently um, in a way that, uh, you know, is more less time consuming certainly for the coach um it does involve a little bit of tech, technology which is sometimes scary um but but i feel like what we developed is is a simple way to to get that information um it's not too terribly evasive in terms of um, logging on and, and these types of things and really we've been fortunate um, that some schools have have really bought in and, and said, no, this is this is a great way to get this good information to our coaches. And um, we're able to customize it a little bit for certain districts who who express that interest. And um, and so it's it's really just changing the, the way that we provide coaches education. And that's our goal. You know, um, talk if you can about um, an example where you did something custom for a school, you know, that they said, Hey, you know, we can't do this, but we want that, you know, uh, what are some ways that you've been able to work with schools and their coaching staffs? For sure. Um, well, I mean, just even just yesterday, um, I was at the um, Cincinnati public school um, onboarding event, which is um, all of the Cincinnati public schools, uh, public high schools. Um, and we were able to add a module to their, to their platform that is their district AD kind of laying out, as we talked in, in the early part of this, those non-negotiables, those um, cultural things that we want to make sure that we're doing as a school district, even though we're in nine or 12 different high schools, there are things that we want to make sure we're doing district-wide. And so he was able to provide a, um, actually it was a very well done video outlining those. And so every person who logs on as a, as a, uh, an employee for that district has all of the standard uh, requirements that that the platform provides, but then also has that additional um, CPS, which is inside public school uh, video. And um, that's really that's really worked out well with for some other some other large districts as well, especially the multi high school groups for sure. Right, and again, I, I'm sure you know, different programs available for, you know, uh, a big urban high school and maybe something else for a, a small, uh, you know, high school out in the sticks with only, uh, you know, 100, 150 students. Um, one more time, let's go and give out that contact information. You know, what's the website? Uh, what's your email? How do our listeners find out more? Sure. So my email is wilkingj at coachestoolchest.com. So it's W-I-L K-I-N-G, the letter J, at coachestoolchest.com. Um, and the website is www.coachestoolchest.com. Jan, this has been really cool uh, spending some time with you, finding out more about the Coaches Tool Chest, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up our podcast with the athletic director's toolbox, kind of like the tool chest, but it's a toolbox. <laughs> Um, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics, having served as an AD for many years. Uh, but we're going to take our final break here from Athletic Surveys. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things 
in their toolbox. Oh, so, wow. uh, okay. We're going to take that break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Jan Wilking is going to put in her new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. ADs usually only hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys connects you with that 2%, but they'll also connect you with the 98% of your parents and student athletes that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or even your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that allows you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Jan Wilking, a longtime high school athletic director in the state of Ohio, and also the founder of the Coach's Tool Chest. Great website, great resource. But right now, I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new AD, maybe even a brand new coach, on their very first job. But I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So, Jan, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox and this is this is a lot of pressure this is a lot of pressure i think for me the first one would be um something i wasn't really great at in the beginning which is patience um i think the ability to understand that this is a marathon not a sprint and when you get into the to the seat of athletic director you're going to look around and see a million things that you want to change or that you want to update whether it's a facility or a coaching staff or um, a cultural piece, or th there'll just be a plethora of things that you think, why in the world are they doing it that way? And I, I believe that you really need to just have just some patience to live it for a year and then you know take great notes, but live it for a year because there may be something that happens in month two or month three that you say, aha, that's why they do it that way that you noticed you know, something happening in week one, you might figure out the why in, in, in month three. And until you get to the month three, you would never understand the why. So I think for me, the first tool would be patience. You'll get there. Um, you, you'll have a better plan once you've, once you've kind of surveyed the land and un truly understand what you have in a year. Um, and, and you'll be able to make a better, uh, better plan going forward once you've have that patience. So that would be number one. Um, number two is not going to surprise anyone. It would be uh, the ability to have thick skin. You are going to uh, hear things. You're going, things are going to be said to you um, that aren't positive and that seem to be very personal and attacking and possibly. And they're, they're just not, that's not what they're intended to be. I don't believe. Um, I think so, you have to realize that a lot of times the person who's upset with you or upset at an official or upset at a coach is oftentimes just unhappy in whatever they have going on in life. And it's just being you know, manifested through the fact that they're disappointed that their kid didn't play on Saturday or Friday or Tuesday. It, it really has very little to do with that child. Um, not playing. It has more to do with some other thing that you have no idea and it has nothing to do with you. And so um, it's, it's impossible, right? It's impossible to, to, for a person to tell you um, all the things you're not doing correctly or that you should do better or that, you know, you should hire this coach or, or not hire this coach. And you're going to take those personally and you're going to go home and vent to your spouse or whatever, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the ability to go, OK, I'm going to take all that and then I'm just going to put it over here and I'm going to keep keep on the path of doing the right thing that I know is the right thing um, for for the student athletes involved and for the programs and the chips are going to fall where they may. So I think that that for me was number two um, and, and going right along in, with that, um, somebody gave me this advice a long time ago is to to 
you know, you, you can't, you can be anything you want to be, but you can't be everything you want to be. So decide what's really important um, to, to that, that you want to be in terms of how you want to lead your program, um, lead your coaches and, you know, lead, lead your life and your personal life, decide what are really, really important because those are the things that you need to focus on. There'll be all these other things, all of this other noise that um, will, will come up and will look really shiny and will look really great, but you can't be all those things. You have to, you, you, you have to really choose what you want to be and how you want to lead. So um, you can be, you can be anything you want to be, but you can't be everything you want to be. So I think that that was advice that someone gave me a long time ago that stuck. I don't know if I've ever heard it expressed that way, but it's, it's so important. Okay. You can be anything, but you can't be everything. Great stuff. And uh, the one about, you know, not taking things personally, I, I can't think of a single athletic director that hasn't gone through that at some point in their career because you know you love your job you love kids you, you love the old idea and now here's this parent that's you know unhappy with you and you know it's it's just it's foreign to our makeup but uh yeah. uh again you just can't let it let it get you down jan wilkie uh thanks so much for spending time with us today on the podcast and all the best moving forward uh with the coach's tool chest Thanks for all you do. This is a great, uh, great tool, certainly for for ADs nationwide. And um, it, it really does help highlight some of the things that we can all do better and and that we learn from each other. So thank you for all that you do. Oh, gosh, you're too kind. Thank you for our listeners. Um, we do this just about every day and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational Lady podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.